Welcome to another episode of CEO to Rainmaker. This is your Rainmaker coach, Gene. A business model is a firm's plan for how to create, deliver, and generate value for an owner of a small business. Value in this definition is giving customers a very strong incentive to keep coming back time after time to spend their money on your products or services. I think Disneyland is a great example of value, and they have a great business model. Every year, they raise their prices, it seems like it, and they're always packed. A compelling business model is critical to a firm's ability to succeed both in the short term and long term. To succeed in the long term, which is the name of the game and the purpose of my mission statement for this podcast, a business owner must modify their business model when there are changes in their environment. Restaurants and their desire to do home delivery during COVID, and maybe it wasn't even a desire, it was an absolute necessity, is a good example. They changed their business model now. They delivered their products. The early stages of your business model should include including and asking for feedback from current customers or prospects. You could call this testing the waters. Or more formally, what you're trying to do is to assess the potential attractiveness of your business model. You may think you're on the right track, but if your prospects or customers are echoing different viewpoints, then you need to change it. Drafting a business model might sound complex, but it's really not. For today's show, I will show you how to create one on one piece of paper. For those of you who do not have a business model written down, now is the time to start. For those of you who do have a written business model, maybe the show will help you improve it a little bit. So let's go through the components of a good business model. There are four main sections, core strategy, resources, finance, operations. For each of these sections, there's a couple of questions. Write down as best you can your answer to these questions. If you don't have a clue of what the answer is, then you need to research it even further and clarify your business model. Core strategy. First question, your mission statement. What do you want to do with your business? What are you trying to accomplish? Why did you create it? And it has to be more than just making money. Target market. Who are your best prospects to sell to? Why? Define them with some kind of demographics. Big one. Basis of differentiation. What are the points that differentiate your products or services from your competitors? In other words, why should prospects or customers buy from you over them? Product scope. Sounds like a fancy word. It's not. How many different products or services will you have on your menu? For a smaller company, it has been based on my experience, the fewer the better. Wide offerings are expensive. If you specialize or your product lines or services are narrow, you can develop expertise and efficiency. 
In my neck of the woods, there's an organization called In-N-Out Burger. Their product scope is extremely narrow. They just sell burgers. No hot dogs, no chicken, no pizza, no pastrami. And they're one of the most successful fast food organizations in the last 50 years in Southern California. So the next section is resources. Here's a question. What key assets do you think you need to implement your business model? And these assets can be human, physical, such as inventory, equipment, or real estate, e-commerce capability, IP. Write it down on a piece of paper. What are the key assets that you need? The next section, next question, core competency. What are you really good at? that separates you from your competitors. Next section is finance. Question, revenue streams. Fancy word for how many ways are you or do you intend to make money? Some businesses have one, some have several. A heating and air conditioning contractor could make money by selling and installing new units and also through servicing and maintenance contracts. Those are two different revenue streams. Cost structure. Question, what's it going to cost you in terms of direct labor, materials, and overhead to deliver on your business model? Corollary, question, what should your selling prices be to recoup your cost and make a profit? couple of sentences, one piece of paper. Financing, as you list all the assets that you need, how are you going to pay for this? Is it going to come out of your own pocket? Are you going to borrow money from a bank? You're going to bring in an investor. You're going to talk to other lenders, family, friends. You have to have a source of cash to buy the assets you think you need to implement the business model. Next section, operations. Who's going to make your product or services? Are you going to do it in-house or outsource it? If you're going to outsource it, who's going to do it? Channels of distribution, another fancy word. How are you going to get your stuff into the hands of the end user? You could sell online. You could have brick-and-mortar stores. You could do both. There's many ways. Figure it out. Write down a couple of answers to that question. Key partners. Next question. Are there any key companies you can create an alliance where you could help each other? You know, several years ago, Walmart and McDonald's had sort of a strategic alliance. Walmart allowed McDonald's to have these little mini restaurants in their stores. And when you went shopping at Walmart and you got the munchies, there was McDonald's there. If you didn't want to go shopping, but you were hungry and you knew that there was a McDonald's in there, you'd go in there to satisfy your desire for a burger. And while you're there, you say, well, you know what? I might as well shop. So it was win-win. That's a key partner. When you have time, go through this outline and actually put it to a piece of paper and start applying it. Now, maybe you already have it done, but just clarify it, be more specific, make it more compelling. I hope you enjoyed the show. Now it's time for me to bring on my production manager, Pablo Romero. Pablo has some important information for you, including how he taught himself how to play the saxophone in four weeks, and how he bowled a perfect game of 300 blindfolded. This is Gene Valdez signing off. See you next week. 
All right, Rainmakers in training, this concludes another informative episode of CEO to Rainmaker. Per usual, please feel free to give us a like on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and of course, LinkedIn. And if you're already following us on those platforms, go check out a great video that we have up on how to write a review and leave a five-star rating. It really helps us out when we're connecting with other small business owners such as yourself who could benefit from our podcast. So until next time, this is Pablo Romero for Gene Valdez. See ya.